Hello, hello, hello. This is Misty Magdalena Grace with the new and improved version of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, where we talk about spirituality, psychedelics, plant medicine, microdosing, and really that journey within to finding your best innate wisdom to your best health, your best wealth through all sorts of inner child healing, trauma release, grief recovery, uh, overcoming addictions, and working with the mind, the body, and spirit. So go ahead, leave a review, subscribe, download. We look forward to your feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. Hello, everyone. This is Magdalena Grace here for another episode of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. I am your host of this show that's been going for three and a half years strong now. Super excited today to be talking about one of my favorite <laughs> um, topics. And I, I have talked about it before on the podcast, but it's been a while. And I thought with the all of the changes in the world, uh, we've talked about the age of Aquarius, um, how a lot of people are getting triggered by the world events, getting triggered by other people, um, getting triggered by things they see on social media, in the news, um, their beloved partners, and all of the things. One of the best ways to navigate these murky and sometimes troubling waters is to be the be the change you want to see in the world. And I really want to impress upon you um, that there's nothing better than having healthy boundaries um, set in place. And I'm going to talk about three different areas of life where healthy boundaries are important. Um, I'm going to give you some quick tips and best practices. So this is definitely almost like a, a little bit of a teaching moment or a lecture or whatever you want to call it um, type podcast. And I will be bringing on my beloved partner, Emmanuel, um, because we, of course, one of the areas we want to cover since tomorrow is Valentine's Day here in America is the, the, the conversation of healthy boundaries with your partner, with your significant other in your your primary relationship, um, whether you're married or coupled or, or whatever, whatever your situation is. It's really, really important to be interdependence as well as independence and, and stake your claim on your time, your energy, your talents. And I'm really passionate about this because I, I lost all boundaries for myself roughly around, I'd say 2011 is when it began, when I really got into the Facebook, <laughs> right? Um, Facebook Messenger and Facebook groups are really starting to consume my time. Um, you can even ask my husband. I would, you know, be on them at first thing in the morning, last thing before I go to bed. Um, before you know it, you know, minutes turned into hours. So I didn't have any healthy, you know, set boundaries. Uh, there was a lot of instant gratification and dopamine hits by being on Facebook and Facebook Messenger. Then add on top of that texting. Oh my gosh. Um, in 2014, I, I started to really get involved uh, even deeper into Facebook Messenger, having the notifications on my phone. But then everybody and their their brother, three cousins twice removed, had my phone number. And everyone was texting. And before I knew it, I had no boundaries in texting. It was 24 seven. Um, and I was trying to be a good mom and a good wife, but Hey, let's be honest. If your notifications are turned on all the time, you're trying to then become all things for all people. Um, I started to become codependent. I started to become addicted to these types of modalities to stay in communication, essentially to be feeling the need to be needed. Uh, I'm, I'm very vulnerable about my story because I see so many people 
struggle, especially if someone says, well, I have ADHD. Well, hell yeah, everyone should probably be diagnosed with that by now. I don't mean to make light of that. And, and I'm, I'm being serious here. Um, you know, the diagnosis is, is real, but then there's a lot of us who could probably go to the doctor um, because we can't focus. We're all over the place. Our head is on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, texting, WhatsApp, you know, all of these different mediums. And then you're also trying to work. Um, you're trying to drive. A lot of people are getting into those habits of multitasking. And there's lots of amazing books and um, even TED Talks out there that multitasking isn't really possible because you can only really be present in the here and now. And so a lot of those things led me to drinking too much, working too much. And again, I take radical responsibility for that. It wasn't Facebook's fault. <laughs> it wasn't my phone's fault. Um, however, they, they were mirrors to me, just like what's happening in the world right now. If you watch the news um, and you are on Facebook and you get triggered by what's happening in the, in the world, well, then there might be an unhealthy boundary for you. Um, you might get caught into a downward spiral of focus on all of these terrible things that are happening and then you're distracted and you can't be good for anyone because you're you're in these you know emotional, especially if you're an empath, you're in these emotional downward spirals, worrying. Um, there's a lot of fear out there around all of the things that are happening. So those are just some examples, guys, of why I really want you to really consider, you know, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling triggered, and what I mean by that is like something you see or hear, whether it's a text message, a Facebook message, a news story, um, something that suddenly just like jolts you and you have an emotional, physical response, whether you like feel uh, chronic fatigue could be those different kinds of responses. You feel depressed. Um, you feel angry, you feel just like an energy buzzing through your body and you you can't sit still. All of these things are happening and coming up for us because we don't have any healthy boundaries in our life. So first, the three categories I'm going to talk about, and then I'll invite my partner on here in a little bit, is boundaries with yourself, boundaries with others, and I'll explain what that means. And then of course, boundaries with your partner, significant other. And my partner, when he comes on, we're gonna explain that to a deeper level, especially since um, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. If you get into astrology, all of the astrologers are like, <laughs> today actually the 13th, tomorrow and Thursday, um, Mars is uh, you know squared with the Aquarius energy, which is a lot of it. Mars is explosive energy. Like we're talking arguments, fights, anger. I just got a text from a client today on WhatsApp. Um, and he said, I'm so angry right now. I'm just so, so angry right now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening in the collective. And if you don't know how to have boundaries, you might say something, you might do something that you're going to regret later. So if number one, boundaries with yourself, you got to put your oxygen mask on first. You got to look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I spend too much time on Facebook? Do I receive a text message and then I'm like, you know, shaking if I don't respond to it within five minutes <laughs> or check it, right? Um, do I have too many notification systems? Could I maybe pare down a little bit? Could I maybe turn off the notifications? 
could I maybe, you know, go to bed with reading a book instead of scanning, scrolling? Um, so I can not only sleep better because, you know, the, the whole 5G thing is real. Um, they're, they're proving now 5G is creating more cancer. So the more time you spend with your phone, all of these things, right? We got to be considering our health, mental, physical, and spiritual. But also when you have that, that, that maybe that message you see just before you go to bed that really pisses you off, <laughs> right? I've, I've been there, done that. And then you go to bed, and you can't sleep, right? Then your sleep hygiene is thrown off. So all of these different things that I'm, I'm talking about can, can really cause health issues. And I've seen more and more people with chronic fatigue, more and more people with gut health issues. Um, that's actually the number one thing a lot of my clients end up coming to and talking about is their, their issues with gut health, their issues with food. Do you have healthy boundaries with your food? One of my things was since I was doing too much Facebook, then before you know it, I was I was doing too much alcohol, right? Too much work, too much, too much, too much, too much. So do you see the theme here? You know, I couldn't get enough, right? And underneath that, we're not going to talk about that today. Was you know uh, a, a limiting belief about not not being enough, not doing enough, not having enough. But leaving that on the on the side here, it's just really like once you start you can't stop. Then you start to overdo and overconsume whatever it is that's in front of you. And so do you set any timers for how much time you're going to spend, whether it's on email, social media, whether it's eating, do you eat in a healthy manner? Or do you like eat really, really fast and shove the food down your face? Do you enjoy it? Um, you know, these are all like healthy tips and boundaries that you can put in place to help you have a healthier life and be less triggered. A lot of us are in fight or flight, constant go, go, go mode. And throughout that process, what I told you, I like, I gained 40 pounds. Um, I didn't sleep well. I didn't poop well. And before you know it, I, I, I had a lot of anger stirring within me and then I'd be triggered and I would say things that I didn't mean and I would take it out on my husband or my kids or, you know, prospects or whatever. And so over time, it, it was many, actually really like almost two years of where I had to put my own boundaries on myself and those things in my life that were starting to overconsume me to a point that was actually putting my life in danger. And so a lot of the things that I did that I'll impart with you, starting small, right? Atomic Habits, if you've ever read that book, phenomenal book, by the way. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, your habits that you have now that don't have any boundaries, um, they didn't happen overnight. So the first thing I did was I took Sundays off. Is really hard for me. Um, I turned my phone off. I even got a second phone line that was for business. So it was easier actually to still have a phone to communicate with friends and family, but, you know, turn my business hat off. Then before you know it, I turned my phone off at 630 at night. I had, instead of starting at 5.30 in the morning with some business appointments, believe it or not, I would start at 8, <laughs> right? I started going to bed earlier, getting up earlier. I, Before you know it, I didn't work weekends unless now as a healer, there's times where I do, but I also limit how many weekends I'm going to work because I know myself. 
that's the ultimate thing is sometimes we have to go too far to know what our limits are. I, I do think that that's a thing. So I tested my limits. I, I exceeded and went too far on my own personal healthy boundaries. And so I had to start peeling back the layers of that. And before you know it, over time, I shed all those 40 pounds. I was no longer working, you know, 12 hour days, seven days a week, and still being available for text messages at like nine o'clock at night. And then before you know it, my skin started looking younger. I felt happier. I slept deeper. I pooped better. I've had much better relationships with people because I'm also setting boundaries and, and, and voicing them to people. I'm reclaiming my power. When you don't have boundaries, you give your power away all the time, every day. And so to be able to be able to create those boundaries for me, that was myself. I was the, the sovereign being in all of those examples. So that's kind of a quick segue to boundaries with others. And I already kind of covered that, you know, letting people know, hey, maybe you only check your email twice a day. Hey, maybe you only check your text messages twice a day. If you're upfront with people and let them know, uh, I use a booking link. It pisses some people off. <laughs> Sometimes I have to use that booking link even with really, really good friends because I wanna be present for them. So I've had to explain to people, hey, I need to use this so I can be more present for you. It's on my calendar. I won't screw it up and be flaky and forget. I know for me, I discovered I would, I would schedule via text message with people. And guess what? Either I would flake or they would flake. It wasn't on my calendar. So oftentimes I would double, sometimes triple book. And that can still happen, believe it or not. It's all about being upfront, being honest, being in integrity with your word, and then showing up and being present in the moment. So how do you communicate boundaries with others, both personal, like your friend boundaries are important. Do you make yourself available to them all the time? And that's a personal decision. Or do you let them know when you're available, when you can really be engaged and have energy and time for them? Um, same thing with your business. What are your working hours? When do you turn your work hat on? When do you turn your work hat off? You know, there's a lot of doctors and, and people, unfortunately, who are in those, you know, high stress industries. Um, they don't do so well because they are always on. But even then they have days where they take off to recover from that. You know, when you're working 12 hour shifts or maybe 24 hour shifts, if you're in those industries, you've got to really, really nourish and take care of yourself. Um, you know, my husband and I, we, we were healers and, and we, we do sometimes weekend retreats. And we've had to explain to even some clients, you know what, once we hit our quota of, you know, how many weekends that we're going to do in a month, then we have to push people out to the next month. Because if we don't, guess what, we're going to be sick. We're going to injure ourselves. We're, we're, we're going to not be good for anybody. So really think about, do you have boundaries in your personal life with others, friends, family, um, boundaries in your business? And how do you manage those expectations? How do you speak those boundaries? And of course, with humility, grace, love and compassion, I'll be honest, I was scared at first because I had come from being all things for all people 24 seven 
to where I am now, there was a huge, you know, uh, fluctuation period where I got to experiment and I got to improve and course correct. It didn't happen overnight. And honestly, I'm, I'm still always revisiting my boundaries, my personal boundaries, and then my business and, and friend boundaries. So now once you take care of yourself and once you have, you know, your business and personal life, believe it or not, it's just as important, if not maybe more so, because if you're partnered, coupled, married, um, you know, you also got to honor their boundaries. And I know my husband and I will speak and share a little bit about our story and what we've learned together as a couple. So Emmanuel, I'm bringing you on. Hey. For those of you joining me, maybe for the first time, or if you just watched this on a YouTube channel and stumbled upon us, um, Emmanuel is my husband. He is a shaman. Uh, we work in um, the medicine space together. He's also a ghost whisperer and does a lot of work with grief recovery, um, mediumship channeling, uh, helping people connect with their wise and healed ancestors and doing a lot of other beautiful things in the world. Um, and we've, we've had our journey with boundaries, haven't we, honey? Oh, yes, we have. Um, so many challenges uh, when it came to managing boundaries, when especially in a, you know, within the couple uh, kind of uh, dynamics, um, it's, it's a very challenging task to be able to manage boundaries because there really are three. That's the kind of the way I look at it. There are three kind of uh, areas of management. So there will be, for example, me managing my, my personal boundaries, like, you know, you explained earlier, but then you have to do the same thing for yourself, right? So that's that two areas. And then we have to manage, how do we manage the couple? Uh, you know, the boundaries for the couple. Uh, and then the boundaries for the couple also takes two flavors. It's what happens between us, right? And then what happens between us and outside of us, you know, people who interact with us as a couple. <laughs> so as I said, it's kind of a, a good challenge to, to have to, um, you know, to figure out. And of course, as you said earlier, Magdalena, it doesn't happen overnight. It's, uh, it's truly uh, a learning experience where you, uh, you know, you, you got to discover what needs to be done, first of all. Uh, and as, uh, you know, it's been said already, Boundaries are so important, you know, to 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 recognize the, the need for them, to um, honor, you know, creating them, and to also honor communicating them, and all that happens within also, you know, uh, the area of couples and partners, you know, yeah, in general. Uh, so yeah, we've been through a lot through because everything that needs boundaries, we've been challenged in in one form or another. So of course, it transferred into uh, the couple's dynamic, uh, and I'm sure that a lot of people out there who are experiencing some similar things, challenges uh, within the couple's dynamic. That very well, a good chunk of it could come just from unhealthy boundary settings or still, you know, uh, boundaries that are not in place where they should be in place. Absolutely. And I know you have a distinct, um, everyone's unique. That's what I always remind people. There's no one size uh, boundary setting one-on-one for, for one size fits all for all of us. So I'd love to put you on center stage. I'll actually put myself backstage for a moment. I need to get some, some water. Speaking of boundaries, this girl has not hydrated as well as she could today because I was out 
volunteering at my daughter's school. So um, I know you have your own unique boundaries for yourself and then your unique boundaries for others. You even have boundaries for ghosts. So I really hope you talk a little bit about that and don't, don't forget about that part. So um, I'll be here. So go ahead and take it away. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's a great reminder. Um, you know, being in a you know, spiritual <clears throat> practice, like uh, uh, I've been um, becoming actually more and more involved with that. And in the recent years, um, being in contact with the spiritual, you know, planes, right? Um, there are a lot of uh, other players. Just, just I want to be blunt about this. Uh, when you get into the realm of spirituality, uh, there are a lot of other players that also now all of a sudden, <clears throat> well, not necessarily all of a sudden, but you be, you begin more aware of their existence and the interactions that happen um, between them and you. And talking about ghosts, that's a very good good one to, to mention because there was a time where uh, the ghost, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, when I was barely beginning to understand that I am a ghost whisperer, I have the, you know, the ability to communicate with dead people who have not crossed over and even those who crossed over also sometimes uh, when they needed can communicate with me um so at the beginning of the pandemic um it was painful because i was bombarded constantly because i didn't know how to set boundaries i didn't understand what very well uh the concept of setting boundaries so i had constraints coming from the normal world right work family you know kids uh, as well as my spouse and then I had those spirits who were bugging me, not necessarily because they wanted to do any harm to me. They just, you know, I had not set up the rules. I did not explain to them how to engage with me. So they will just say, you know, coming in and making themselves known at any hour of the day or the night or any place. And sometimes it was very traumatic. It was very scary. Uh, I had some close calls with death because of that. So very quickly. I would say that understanding the importance of boundary setting was brought to my attention really through, I would say, uh, through this, my connection to the spirit worlds. Uh, and my, the teachers that I had and I, I, at the time really were so clear. They said, you have to set rules. You have to establish contracts on how you get engaged with them. Otherwise, you're going to go mad. And it could be very dangerous for, for my health, as I, I said earlier. So... I had to force myself to define those boundaries. So that was a great exercise for just learning to understand the purpose of boundary setting, uh, and especially with the spirit world where, you know, they could show up anywhere, anytime. Uh, it was so important for me to set rules, like saying, okay, you cannot show up at, in these places at those times. And it's some, some people would say, wow, you think that the spirits are going to listen to you? Well, guess what? Yes, they do. Because you are your own sovereign being, especially when it comes to dealing with something of a spiritual nature. You have an authority that has been given to you by the divine. You know, and that's your free will, if you want to call that. It's a very sacred thing. And you have to be able to use it to set those boundaries. So I was able to discover that, oh, wow, I have that power to set boundaries. And when I set them, even the spirits listen to me. So it was a beautiful kind of a, uh, exercise for me to say, okay, where else in my life can I set boundaries? And interestingly enough, I would say the spirits listen better than my fellow human <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> so there, is, there, there seems to be more uh, 
less confrontation when it comes to setting boundaries with the spirit world than it does with a, you know, here on earth with our fellow human beings. And that's where all the conflicts come. So I was really more challenged to establish the boundaries, for example, with my spouse. So she was going through her thing. I was going through my things. And we really needed to find a way to, um, to honor each other. And we had a beautiful training at one point when it came to couples dynamic, where the big lesson that um, I do believe really helped us and myself be on the right track when it comes to boundary setting was to understand that I have to care for myself first. It's the, the thing they tell you on the airplane when, you, when you're traveling, you know, the oxygen mask, you got to put it on yourself first before you can you know, uh, help anybody else. It's true when it comes to boundary settings. You have to set the boundaries for yourself first because it's only out of the, the excess of what you possess. So the excess of what I have as a husband, for example, that I can bring that excess to a playing field with my partner, in this case, my wife. And same thing for her. We can only share what we have and not just what we have, but what we have in excess. Because initially it's supposed to be serving ourselves. There's nothing selfish about it. It's just a law of preservation. If I am depleted, if I don't have any spaciousness, if I don't have the attention, if I don't have the presence, you know, for myself, how can I be present for somebody else? I'll be just pretending to be present for them. And as we know, pretend doesn't really help a couple in situations like that. Uh, so I, it was very clear, as I was saying, when I got we got that training on couples dynamic, that being able to care for oneself was so important. Uh, so I took time. I took time to set boundaries for myself so I could have the spaciousness um, and of the energy, right? Both the specialness, the energy, and the presence, the presence when it came to uh, being with my partner, which was my spouse. Uh, and it was such a, a beautiful uh, change in how we were interacting with, with each other because we were learning almost luckily together. You know, it's, 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 we were, I said, we were blessed to be able to go through those transformations you know, side by side. Uh, it's really hard to be able to do that when the person on the other side is not doing that uh, because you feel like they're not putting either the effort or they're not respecting um, the efforts that you are putting in, right? <laughs> and that creates another problem in a couple when you have you know, this disconnect between the two partners. Uh, so uh, when it comes to Valentine's Day and you know couples dynamics since Valentine's Day is tomorrow, the really beautiful advice that I have for each partner here uh, is to care for yourself so well that you have access mm -hmm. within you that you can share with your partner. And it's, and it's really the, the most, uh, the best gift, the best present, um, the best manifestation of your love for your partner is to really care for yourself first. Not, and I keep saying it's not in a selfish way. It's in a, in a way that truly honors your ability to be the best version of you so they can enjoy that best version of you. Otherwise, you're just selling yourself, you know, at a discounted rate. Or sometimes, uh, uh, you know, you just, as we say, you're selling yourself for free uh, with not really no value left in you uh, for the other person to really get from you. Um, and that, that I don't think that is a healthy kind of relationship when you have a dynamic where one person 
uh, or either sometimes even both. It's rare to have both because usually there's one who receives more than the other and realizes that there's no boundaries from, from the partners and they just suck all the life out of them, <laughs> given the opportunity to do so. Um, so you know, respect that boundaries for yourself. It's going to help you respect that boundary for your partner, your spouse. And then as those boundaries are respected, you get more presence. I'm going to repeat that. You have to be uh, have the, the uh, the presence and the energy, uh, as well as, um, you know, the the desire now to share the best of you with your partner will come from those healthy boundary settings. And another, and the last thing I want to mention, when I was talking about all the different areas of boundary settings, when you come to a couple, is you got to protect your couple too. You got to be very careful. Uh, the, when the couple gets together, you know, like Magdalena and myself, we have something we call our date night that we try to do every weekend. We want it to be really for us, just her and I. You know, it's tempting to, oh, let's bring somebody else or maybe bring a kid along. No, no. As soon as you start doing that, you're compromising the couple's boundary because you're allowing other people or other, and they could be, you know, people you love too. Like say our kids, of course, friends and family, we love them. So they're people you love, but they are compromising your boundaries for the couple that you are. So it's really important that the two of you, so, and that's what Magdalena and I do mm-hmm. when we do, when we give ourselves our time, we find a way to really make it our time where we will, you know, put ourselves in an environment that actually favors being present for each other as much as we can with as least the least distraction from external uh, parties. Uh, and getting in the habit of doing that creates a very beautiful dynamic within the couple where you know, we realize that we do really care for each other and for what we become when we get together. And we want to value that. We want to enjoy that. And we want to be able to protect that yeah. over time so that we can truly, you know, find fulfillment in our relationship as husband and wife. Or, you know, for other people, it could be just being partners, lovers, whatever works for you. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, those are good reminders because when I... Part of our passion, and, and and we've shared this many times, we thought, well, and I guess I'll speak for myself, I didn't think we were going to make it as a couple. Um, and it was because we didn't have boundaries in our, in our, in our individual lives. And before you knew it, I was, uh, you know, pardon the expression, I don't want to ever offend anyone, but I was kind of like prostituting myself to everyone in the world because I thought I had to work hard, make a lot of money spend more time working than with my family, <laughs> which was, was such a scarcity mindset and, and came from, again, that, that not enough, never enough limiting belief and ancestral wound. Um, and I feel like I share that because I feel like a lot of us have that, especially in the materialism of America, the over-consuming um, the brainwashing that we've all received, right, since in utero. And, and you get to make money and have the house, the pick a white fence and you compare yourself to everybody else. So I had started falling prey to that and and allowing it to then spread myself too thin. And so once you do that, then, you know, date night goes out the window and like, oh, honey, we'll get back to it some a day when. And, you know, I missed some of my kids events that I'll never ever be able to get to see again because they were like you know karate belt um awards and and i even missed my daughter's kindergarten graduation because i i was i was trying to be someone i wasn't uh, my boundaries had completely radically 
um, just been blown up. And so we're really passionate about this because we believe it can be the, the number one like kernel, even if you don't come and do ceremonial work with us guys, maybe we light a little spark, a little fire to say, hey, have you looked at your boundaries? Have you created a sacred relationship with yourself first, you know, with your meditation practice, you know, whatever you need to do to put your oxygen mask on first, exercise, um, yoga, it, it's healthy eating, it's different for everyone. And then my husband has his, his, his routines that he does. We used to be so codependent, like we had to do everything together. You know, we went from one extreme to another and then we, we course corrected along the way. And then I, I honor his meditation time. Um, believe it or not, I, I used to have a lot of jealousy because I was like thinking, well, wait, I'm losing him, you know, to these ghosts and these other things, right? You know, that was that was my codependency talking and and fear. Um, and and honestly, we triggered each other quite a bit as we were like coming back to center within ourselves and then recognizing, like, oh my gosh, he's an individual, I'm an individual. Um, we got to figure out who we truly are. And then we come together in that beautiful sacred union. Um, he feels amazing. I feel amazing. And we're interdependent. Uh, kind of like if you can see that little figure eight above our heads right now, that's, that's one of my favorite symbols of that, you know, not necessarily even yin and yang, because it's not the yin and yang symbol, but it's kind of similar. But that eight of that infinity, um, that's where, you know, you want to meet that sacred union center where you're both coming from an overflow and a more full cup as opposed to an empty cup, you know, and, and robbing Peter to pay Paul from just your own energy. And then you, you can't be good for each other because you're, you're not any good for yourself. So um, we covered a lot. I, I, I really feel like it's, it's uh, do you have anything else that you want to add that maybe you haven't shared yet? Um, no, I think we really, that was a lot of information to, <laughs> to share. Uh, hopefully it made sense. So, yep, I'm complete. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So kind of like your, the closing thoughts we have is if, especially, I mean, heck, even if you're not on a tight budget for Valentine's Day or, you know, you're just even dating someone and getting to know someone, you know, have that conversation, you know, what are your healthy boundaries for yourself? How do you take care of yourself first? Um, how do you honor boundaries in others? And then how can we honor our boundaries um, with ourselves? Uh, you know, a cute story from my great aunt Irma. She just came through. So I had to, had to share this. I, I'll never forget the story she told me in Sunday school of all places. And she's a very strong woman. And, you know, she was like, and they actually got uh, married on Valentine's Day. So that just came through too. <laughs> I just remembered that. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? She's smiling down from the other world, but she would not see, she would not allow her, her beau at the time who she then married, she would not allow him to see her more than once a week. Like that was it. She's like, nope, we got to have space. <laughs> you know, she, she declared that healthy boundary and guess what? they had the most rich, amazing, um, like 50 plus years of marriage. And, and uh, she lived, you know, super long, even past him because they were really honorable with their healthy boundaries. And they, they, they put themselves first, you know, their family, of course, their, their spiritual foundation was also 
really, really strong. And whether you call it spirituality or religion or whatever is your thing, you know, um, my husband and I have, you know, some, some have had some different experiences with that too, but we've had open discussions about it and, and honoring each other's beliefs, honoring each other's um, positions in life and, 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 and past experiences as well. And, and just coming together um, with those healthier boundaries has opened up a whole new world of eradicating that codependency, that not enough, that jealousy, that anger, and some of those things that can can happen inside of a, a couple relationships. So as you go through this this holiday week or this month of love, um, I'll just also put this out there. You know, my husband and I have a vision. Uh, we already served one couple this year. Um, we want to work with 11 more. See, that's a boundary right there. We know our limits um, because when we serve a couple, um, we can only do one per month. And, and we really want you to have a radical shift. And it's it's what we bring into the conversation inside of each of these um, 30 day containers, depending, give or take on the on the couple. They may need more. They you know, we consult with you to discern and boundaries is a huge part of that. But we start with the individual. We start with each partner individually and really ask them to go inward and, and also take ownership of, you know, what maybe they have been doing that has, you know, contributed to the fact that they're maybe not as healthy in their boundaries with themselves first and then with each other. And guess what? it's a beautiful thing when you, you take radical responsibility for that. Um, and then of course the, the work that we do with you is, is to help you clean up the ancestral trauma, a lot of ancestral trauma. And it, it actually goes back to no healthy boundaries or, you know, your ancestors coming in and trying to kill mine or convert mine or, <laughs> you know, all of this giving your power away, losing your sovereignty. Um, that's in our DNA. That's in our, our cells. It's in our bloodlines. Um, so we do a lot of work with cleaning that up, you know, those unhealthy boundaries from our ancestors, um, they're real. Um, and they, they, they continue to keep, you know, going generation to generation. Um, so our passion is to really help you wake up to those with love and compassion, forgiveness, um, and, and, and just rewrite the story. You know, you can, uh, maybe you didn't get the best example for healthy boundaries from your parents or your, your caregivers or your siblings, but you can you can rewrite that story, um, and we're we're here for you to help you with that. So this month only, we have um, for the first three couples uh, that reach out to us and do a consultation, and then decide to 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 work with us, um, and who want to have a delicious, loving relationship in 2024. Uh, you know, we'll give you almost 20% off. It's um several hundred dollars savings off of our our 30-day program, um, which includes medicine work and includes a lot of coaching one-on-one -on -one and, and couples um, integration coaching and, and prep work as well. So um, we'd love for you to reach out to us. You know, Feel free to send me an email to support at microdosingforhealth.com. Or if you even want to, you can text me at 612-799-8791. That's my business texting line. Um, and we can have a conversation. Uh, and you can also just go to our website, microdosingforhealth.now.site. There's a couples medicine tab with a free uh, consultation link on that page. Um, we'd love for you to 
have an opportunity to save money, um, have a massive shift and transformation in your coupled um, partnered relationship this year. Um, and we'd love to see you fill the, the richness that we feel for each other, the, the genuine, authentic connection um, that we've been able to recreate and to rewrite the story because we were pretty lost, dazed, and confused there for, for a really long time in our in our marriage. So thanks guys for tuning in. Anything else, Emmanuel, before we sign off? Oh, happy Valentine's Day. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Happy month of love. Here's to your best health, guys, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, download, leave a five-star rating or review. And also please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from this inspirational message. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or join my Facebook community. And if you are looking to manifest your best health, your best wealth by trusting your best wisdom within, please go to my website, www.microdosingforhealth.com. Again, www.microdosingforhealth.com dot com to quiet your mind, get into your heart, heal your body and manifest your best health and your best wealth.